If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside TJ Rosine, broadcasting here at Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Special thanks to our friends over at PGC Basketball. Lead them up. Team Snap and Shot Tracker for all their support of the hustle. Today, TJ, excited for this one. Advice for young people from the legendary, iconic Warren Buffett. I always want to take advice from people that are really successful, right? People that have made it, people that have figured things out. When they speak, I want to listen. So players, as we share these 10 pieces of advice, Warren Buffett is one of the most successful individuals that this world has ever seen. Okay, he's built businesses, he has led people. So when he shares these different pieces of advice, which we're going to share to you today, I think it's in our best interest to pay attention and lock in. We've only got 10 minutes, 10 pieces of advice, one minute per a a topic. Here we go, TJ. The first piece of advice, stay healthy and fit. Agree, totally. Um, I've seen my energy level, enjoyment, excitement, productivity drop when I don't stay fit. (laughs) And you know what? I recently read, TJ, that the best outfit you can wear is a nice-looking body. Mm. <laughs> right? The best outfit you can wear is a nice-looking body. Hey, not only is there health benefits, but you know, you just look good. You feel good. Right? Like, man, what a, what, a, what a great piece of advice. Number two, read and write more. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the, it goes to the ability to communicate, right? I think the more knowledge you have, the more you learn. And the more that you write, the better communicator you're going to become, the better ideas you're going to have, the better um, vision you're going to have. So I, I'm on the board with that one for sure. You know, there was a saying back in the day, it was an actual commercial for many, many years, like on Fox when I was a kid watching cartoons on like Saturday mornings. It said, knowledge is power. It was like an animated commercial. I don't know if you remember that or that phrase that was so commonly used. Knowledge is power. And i got to be honest with you, TJ, as I've gotten older and players, as you get older, the more and more you're going to realize that knowledge truly is power, right? When you become more knowledgeable, when you learn, when you read and, and learn different things, man, there's so much power when you know things. I always say this. One of the things I wish I was more of, I, I wish I was smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I, not saying I'm stupid. I, I, yeah. I, I wish you were smarter. I mean, no. <laughs> I wish I was smarter. I wish I knew more things. I wish I knew more things in depth. And and if I did, man, I, I just it would give me so many more options. I just would know so much more. It'd be powerful. It'd be very, really really powerful. And reading and writing uh, is uh, is a tool to help you build more knowledge. Here's another one. Number three, networking is about giving. Mm. Networking is about giving. I think a lot of times we think like, I want to meet someone, you know, that person's going to be able to do a lot for me, right? Or maybe I want to meet this person because, you know, if I do, they'll hook me up with this or that. You know, 
I think that's a backwards mindset. I think that's what Warren Buffett's saying there. That, that's backwards. Yeah. I, when you said networking, I almost was like, here's the first one I'm going to disagree with. And then when you said it is giving, I totally agree with it. I think people have networking backwards. I think networking to most people means get, you know, grab, grab, grab. Take as much as you can. Get to know as many people as you can. But you're right. Real networking is really helping people achieve what they want. And the more times you help people achieve what they want, the more time you've built a good friend. And I think, you know, that giving to others and helping them be successful um, builds real allies in life. Yeah. But, but it's going to be a shift for players, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you got to shift off the me, me, me. Right, like I'm gonna meet this person because I think they can benefit me. Yes, of course you want to have some benefits in, in relationships, but true networking, get into a mindset of giving. Just give, 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 give your time, give your resources, give your effort, give your mental energy, give your thoughts, give it to people, give it to them, and, and show true interest in them. That's the powerful networking tool. And I always say when you build great relationships, um, so everything changes in your life, but I'm going to speak on that other point here later because it's coming up in another point. But number four, practice public speaking. Hmm. I'm intrigued by that one. Why do you think Warren Buffett put practice public speaking as one of the ten pieces of advice? Yeah, I don't know. That's a really interesting one. I, I think when I think about what is public speaking done for me, it's just it's made me uh, more comfortable, more thoughtful, like about what I say. So maybe maybe I think through my what I say more. I think uh, public speaking has provided a platform, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought of that as a top ten. So I'm not sure exactly what he was thinking there. Here's something I think he may be thinking: when you are effective as a public speaker, you have to understand and know your audience, right? So much of public speaking is not about the speaker, but it's about the audience. It's understanding where they are and figuring out how to reach them and communicate to them. I think that premise may be why. Right, because if you want to be a good public speaker, yes, you've got to work on your skills, but truly great public speakers, they know how to communicate their message because they know what their audience wants. Mm-hmm. They know what their audience needs. They know where their audience is at. Yeah. Okay? And I think that's really, really Makes important. Sense, yeah. You know, so I think as communicators, you want to know what the people you're communicating, what they want, what they need, and, and most importantly, where they're at. Like are they at a higher level? Are they at a lower level? Right? Do you need to explain it in more detail? Can you just kind of skim the surface? I think practicing public speaking, not only do you become more bold and confident and to stand in front of people and, and communicate with confidence, but it also will challenge you to understand the people you're communicating with and help you all in all just become a better communicator. Here's number five, TJ. I know you're going to love this one. Stay teachable. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when you think you've arrived, you got something coming for you, you know? And uh and when you think you've got it all figured out, why are you still doing it? Mm-hmm. And so I think I think you've gotta stay humble, you've gotta stay hungry and, and you gotta wanna soak in as much as you can. Number six, TJ, find a mentor. I've always said, and I haven't always said, but I heard this quote. I thought, yes, very true. But I, Mono said when we were on that retreat, he said, you know, the shortcut to success is mentorship. Hmm. The shortcut to success is mentorship. Huge thought right there. Like if you want to get places faster, you're going to be able to listen to people that know more than you know. And so finding good mentors is, is super important. But I want to define that a little bit. I think today's world you know we think mentor like i've got an individual who's going to mentor me and i'm going to spend 60 minutes a week with them and and they're just going to pour into me and teach me i I don't think mentorship always looks like that yeah no you know it's i think one thing that's really nice about mentorship there's so many resources online 
that if I'm 16, 17, I, I want to go and I want to have 10 mentors online, right? Yeah. I, I want to eat up their content and have them mentor. I've got a list of mentors that, that have poured into me that have changed my life, and I've never even met them. I've never met them. Okay, and, and if I ever do meet them, I will tell them, hey, you are one of my mentors. And they'll say, really? What's your name? I'll say, Adam. Because okay? yeah. they've never met me. Right, but I've, I've consumed what they're, they're sharing and I find them online and I listen to their messages or I read their books. Mentorship, taking advantage of people's wisdom and guidance, no matter if you know them or not, and taking that wisdom and guidance and allowing it to change your life. Absolutely. Find a mentor, whether you know them or not. Find a mentor. TJ, continuing on, keep in touch with your friends, number seven. Yeah, I think, um, gosh, as I've gotten older, I've definitely gotten better at this, um, trying to keep in touch with my friends, specifically like my close. So you can't keep in touch with every friend. You can't. But uh, I, I try and, you know, well, you can, just not as often. But you do have to narrow it down to who are the people you're going to be intentional about. Um, you know, keep it in touch with almost on a weekly basis, maybe. And that's kind of my goal is, you know, I've got a group of 10 to 12. I try and, you know, keep a monthly tab or a weekly tab on. There's definitely, definitely different circles of friends, right? There, there's intimate circles, closer circles, and then there's a, a wider circle, and then there's a wider circle. But, yeah, within that core circle, I mean, that's daily. That's weekly, right? Those are the people you're doing life with. And then maybe the circle outside of that are people uh, you do life with, but maybe on a monthly basis, right? Mm-hmm. You're not, it's not the daily day in and day out. And then maybe there's a group that's a couple times a year, right, that you're seeing that are important to you, right, but they're, they're not quite there. There's going to be different circles, but it is so important that you keep in touch with your friends. And that doesn't mean you sit back and just wait for them to keep in touch with you, all right? I think oftentimes we run that risk, well, you know, they don't ever reach out to me, so I'm not going to reach out to, to them. That I, I think setting the example of like, hey, I want to build a relationship with you and a friendship with you, and, and I'm willing to reach out, and I want to do life with you, and I'm going to take that initiative. I always say this. You can tell a lot about one's character, TJ, through the length and depth of their friendships. Mm-hmm. When I see somebody, and they have long-standing relationships. Oh, yeah, that's been my buddy since I was 10, you know, and I'm 35 now. We've been friends for 25 years. When I hear that length of a friendship, I'm like, Wow. That individual has some strong character. Yeah. Right? Because it means you stayed loyal to that friend. It means you, you, you invested in them and you were able to kind of get along and look out for each other and serve each other. Because no one's going to be friends with someone for 25 years if, if they're selfish. Yeah. Or if they're all about themselves, you know? Like, that's not going to be a recipe for long term. So you've got to have some traits associated. Same with depth. When I see that there's a friendship that's really deep, you know, and you all have a really tight knit and you all share a lot. Man, it tells me so much about you as a person. Keep in touch with your friends. Number eight, you are not your job. You're not your job. Yeah, I think for players, that's, gosh, I I would almost change that for players and say you are not your game. You know, at the end of the day, your identity is much, much more than just how you play on the court. And as you become adults, a lot of times your identity gets wrapped up in your job, how much money you make, how much status you have, how much power you have. But I don't think it's that much different for young players, young people. A lot of times, you know, if they're buckets, then they think they're buckets in life. And if they're not, then they're not. And, you know, your game is not your identity. I think it's so – it's a scary proposition if your game is your identity. Right, And I think that's why a lot of players, if they don't get the scholarship they wanted or the collegiate path doesn't play out the way they'd hoped and kind of dreamt all throughout high school, they fall into this little state of depression. 
right? They're like, the world's falling apart. I got nothing. This was my way out. This was the only thing that I had going for me, you know, because they've put it all in, right? And they think that that's who I am. I'm a basketball player. And if it, if it leaves them, then they just don't know where to go. They're, they're you know, directionless. They're depressed. Right. Yeah. And that's scary, right? Yeah. But when you realize and keep it in perspective that you are not your game, you are not your job, right? There is more to you. You have more value than just the game. I think Warren Buffett hit that one on the head. Two more. I love this one. Know when to leave. Ooh. Know when to leave. Warren Buffett's getting deep with these yeah. young people. Gosh, I would have I would love to follow up questions some of these, you know. But <laughs> when to leave, that's man, it's deep on many levels. When to leave, you know. I would I would caution people also time to like when to leave. If I was to say young people are leaving at the wrong time, it's early. It's early. And a lot of times you get older, it's too late. So a lot of times you hang on to things when you get older, and a lot of times when you're younger, you walk away from things too early. I think that wisdom of just knowing when. Yeah. Like, when's the right time to leave? You know, but I think about it, even just from a tangible perspective, like knowing when to leave the party. Yeah. Right? Knowing when to leave that friendship. I know we just talked about friendships here, but you know some friendships, knowing when to leave that. Yeah. Knowing when to leave that girlfriend or boyfriend you're dating, right? Because things are going down a path that's going to probably not be good. Right, knowing when to walk away from that. Man, being able to know when to walk away from things is such a such a, a difficult thing, but man, so powerful if you can figure it out. Knowing when to leave. All right. Make note of that. Number ten, don't spend what you don't have. This is a life piece of advice. Don't spend what you don't have. I don't know why I didn't hear this ten years ago, fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah. Uh, life is simpler the simpler you keep it, you know, and it gets complex when you start getting money issues. Number one reason for divorce, you know, it's, or is it, is it number one? It I think is, it's number it one. Yep, yeah. Yep, financial, financial problems. And a lot of times it's just wanting things and keeping up with the Joneses and doing things that you shouldn't be doing with money you don't have. And uh, you know, I've heard that quote before people are buying things with money they don't have to impress people they don't even care about. Yep. And, uh, and that's what a lot of people end up doing as you just want to you know, show that you've arrived your status or whatever. And, Man, life is a lot simpler and a lot easier when you stay away from that rat race. Man, and it provides you so much freedom, right? When you've got limitations on and you're not strapped because you haven't bought these lavish things and, and you've got financial freedom and it, it gives you freedom to do, gives you freedom to go, gives you freedom to not stress, right? Man, there's so many benefits to it. Warren Buffett, when he talks, I think we should listen because the guy knows what he's talking about, all right? Uh, one of the world's most successful individuals. Ten pieces of advice for all young people. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at Hardwood underscore Hustle where we'll share this list of ten. Uh, but hopefully you wrote it down and, and reflect on those. Think about those things. They're high level, right? They're not very detailed, but uh, things that you need to build and will help you and guide you to living your best life. Players, we appreciate you. Keep getting better. I'm Adam. He's TJ. Together we are the Hardwood Hustle. Till next time, we're out.